following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Blowing out of the backfield, exploding down the sideline. This is Hanging with the Boys, presented by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Now, your hosts. Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, Jesse Holly, and Shannon Gross. Thursday, 11.32. We're two minutes late. Central time, and that can mean only one thing. Mm. It is time for your favorite program on the Dallas Cowboys Network, and that is Hanging with the Boys. You're looking live at... Tostitos Championship no. Plaza outside Ford Center at the Star in Frisco. Let's go. Let's it is a an amazing <laughs> 70 degrees here in Frisco, Texas. Oh, feels good. Look how nice that shot of the plaza looks. We got some folks out there running around throwing some footballs. There are actually people out there. We've got some highlights going on the video board. It's a great shot. And I am joined today by my wonderful, lovely co-host, Dallas Cowboys Highlights. Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, Jesse Holly will be joining the show a little bit later on. Super Bowl years? Uh, No, just this past season. That disappoint you, Nate? Whoa, you about low lives? Okay. Stop oh. it! Oh. Stop it! Oh. And also joined by our wonderful wow. producer, Chris they must Beam. Be showing the offense. And we have some treats for everyone later in the show. We Snickers was so kind to send all of us a box of their new peanut brownie that we are going to sample on the show later <clears> today <throat> and give you a one bite review at some point wow. before we exit the program. 12.30. So stay tuned for that. I cannot open mine up. You, you can't? I cannot open Why? mine up. Why? Because if I open them up, they'll be gone, they're gone in three days. I cannot <laughs> do that. Uh, if I open we, them up, you know Snickers is my favorite, favorite candy. Is it really? I, didn't know know that, right? I did not know that. When I saw that box, when I saw that box, my wife just shook her head. She's like, who's trying to kill my baby? <laughs> <laughs> I'm eating them all in like four or five hours. Well, you're yeah, ha- so Snickers, thank you. Dallas Cowboys, thank you, but I'm not opening up my box. You're not gonna, oh. really not going to nah, participate? if I do, okay. I, I can't. I, I'm serious, man. If I do, Shannon, they'll be gone. That's fine. And, and I want to share these with other family members because I know they're going to be great. <laughs> That's fine. Thank you, Snickers. Thank you. Ugh. Thank you. Okay. All right. Thank you. Well, I know. I already know I love Snickers. But this is the brownie. You, you know, don't John know. John Madden back in the day, you know. Yeah, you don't know about the brownie. Yeah. Bruh. The brownie. Only thing, I, only thing I'm not going to do is I know I can't do with this Snickers brownie is put it in the oven. For, I mean, put it in the microwave for 15 seconds and warm it up with some ice cream. That's what I know I can't do. <laughs> Ooh, look at you. You're next, yeah. next level yeah. Snicker eater. Yeah, man. Stay. On, I know about it. Come on. Y'all, should know, y'all know the story Stay. about Snickers, right? No, we don't. Tell us. That's, yeah, they, you had one in your pair of your pants or something, didn't you? What's the story? I'll tell you what happened. I'm going to tell you God is a good God. Because we was playing wait a minute, some wait, team. Wait, I don't know wait, who wait it was. Wait a minute. Can we wait? Till, re- well, let's wait till Jesse gets on the show because I think he's going to probably want to chime in on this. Okay, so let's okay. let's table this Snickers convo till okay, till right. the second or third segment. <laughs> okay. Because right. I want Jesse okay. to be a part of this because I think this is going to be a story okay, that he yes, needs sir. to hear. Yes, sir. Okay. How you guys doing? You feeling good? <laughs> you feeling good today? 
Hey, hey, I'm, I'm yeah. feeling good because you two guys are looking good, man. Thanks. For Thanks. Real. I, I'm not on Shannon's level. Shannon's got the jacket Shannon on. Next day, he next yeah. level, man. Yeah. He's back at the start. Got the old pocket square going nice. on. I'm, I'm here in the studio, the SWBC yeah, Mortgage Studio, square. by the way. So, yeah. So, let's yeah. you know, trying to impress. You know, I'm just trying to keep a job, Kurt. Anything I can do, putting lipstick on a pig, <laughs> whatever I need to do to cover up the ugly and the mistakes that I make, I, you know, clothes, clothes cover up a lot, you know, so I'm... Guess who popped up? Who? Oh, is he is he joining the show? It ain't Bewitched, Sam. Samantha Bewitched. It's Jesse Holly. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, I bet uh, Chris is going to have to get him in on, now, the, on the live view box. So, yeah, can, I don't know if he's not on our live view box. Can we? Oh, I see him, man. I know, I know, Nate, you're you're tired of talking about this. And I, to be honest with you, I am too. I just No, I'm not. I'm rejuvenated. I heard some great things. Did you? Okay, what is that? Let's go! Who, who, here? I'm rejuvenating. I heard some great things. That I'm, I'm going to make up a story. So oh I can be happy. Jesse over there spanking the trailer park <laughs> down. What are you it. doing, Jesse? Welcome to the show, Jesse Holly. How are you, man, man? How are you? How are you? Looking oh, wow. good? Look like you got your hair done since we last talked. Look like you might have went and did some push-ups before the show to, to get a little pump. What's yeah. going on, Jesse? <laughs> Sun's out, guns oh, out, baby! Man. Let's go! Sun's out, guns out, Jesse. Turn, right. turn, hey, turn 70 degrees in Texas, like and it. Jesse loses his mind. Listen, I'm ready. For Say what? Holly's ready, baby. 70 degrees. I don't know. I'm just ready for whatever. <laughs> no, I have no hey, clue. Hey, hey, check, check, check this out, Shannon. Now, you said you had some good news on the Dak situation before Jesse came on. You know, Nate. You said, I heard you say you're going to make up a story, Nate. I have no news, so if you want to create some it's news, it's the only way to be good news. Feel feel free. Yeah, it's the only way to be good. Nate makes something up. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, if y'all want highlights and not what we saw on the film before the show, if y'all want highlights and not lowlights, y'all need me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so what what what's is there anything to talk about with Dak? I mean, we've talked about this till we're you know. T- so we can't really talk about it anymore. There's nothing that's developed. We're starting to hear that maybe there's what there's some maybe some traction here. Maybe Dax, you know, wanting to some mm. respect. And then you're hearing Jane Slater come out with reports that he's that he's been in the building pretty <laughs> much every day, getting you know working with the trainers. And then yeah, he's working out. You know what? Is there any black or blue ink? There you go, Nate. I mean, do we even need to talk about this? Like Nate's got the pins out. Like, which color do you want to sign with? Should we even? I mean, black or blue ink? I mean, is that all we should say? I mean, there's no more developments here, right? I, I think yeah, some developments. They're talking some developments, again. man. Is that a development, Kurt? always some developments. Is that a development? They're talking. They're talking. <laughs> it, it, it does kind of – they have, what, have five days left before the <laughs> franchise tag deadline. They've been at this two, three years, and now within five days they're going to figure it all out, I hope. You know, like I think Jerry said, deadline makes deals. But, but I also want to caution the fans to also remember, just because in five days – if they franchise Dak, that does that's not the end all be all. Right. Right? You still have until July fifteenth to actually get a deal done. The, listen to the me, March- fans. Listen not don't listen to that. <laughs> listen to me. They're already fifty percent they're already fifty percent Dak out of the out the door with the first with the first 
franchise tag. If you let that go to a a, a tag, mm. tell me, Jesse. Tell me and make me know and the fans know. If he go to a tag this year at $38 million and he won't in four years, tell me how he don't walk Nate, out the door. Nate, what you're saying is absolutely correct. But before you really interrupted me, what I wanted to yes, say sir. was... That's what you get for being yes, late. There's still, a, there's still a window <laughs> to get a deal done. If he's franchised within the next five days, that isn't the end-all, be-all. You still have until July 15th to work a deal out. Now, if we get to training camp and a deal has not been done, you can, you can, you can might as well count your whatever because Dak is gone. The franchise tag just doesn't allow him to be an unrestricted free agent after March 9th. They can still work out a deal between now and the 15th. So... Don't panic if he doesn't get a deal done in the next five days. There's still time. Now, that time may sour over the next couple months, yeah. but there's still time to get a long-term deal done. So I, don't, I think the July 15th is, is, yes, that's the league deadline. That's the hard date. That's the very last time they can do it. But, you know, March 17th is when the new league year starts. That's when free agency starts. They don't have a deal done with Dak, and they're doing that franchise tag. They got nothing for free agency. They got no money. And you got the draft in late April. If they don't have a deal done with Dak by end of end of that, into April, then you got to wonder: Are you? Do you need to go for another direction? Do you need to draft a quarterback for the future? So, I don't know. I, I they have yes, they have July fifteenth, but there's and another. I, and I agree with you, Kurt, because you're not going to get free agents to come and play here if you're saying, well, we don't know what our quarterback situation is going to be. They're going to say, well. And that's the case, and you guys aren't truly contenders, so I might as well go somewhere else and be with a contender, you know, and, and still make some decent money and go be with a contender. So you're absolutely right, Kurt. Getting that deal done before the start of the league yeah. year is paramount because free, free agents want to know, all right, what does the core of this team look like? And if your quarterback isn't signed and ready to go by the time that the league year starts, that that's potentially that potentially can run away free agents from signing with your team. Yeah. Now, well, even with that, they don't. I mean, they've got night about. They most people say they got about nineteen million dollars to play with under the cap. Dak's going to cost them thirty-seven million. Even if they restructure deals, they're not going to have any money. You know, they're going to get the bottom of the barrel. You know, the guys on their off their couch trying to get the free agents. I, I don't. Let, let, let me say something, man. <laughs> I said a minute and fifteen seconds ago. The same thing that y'all just said for the last 35 seconds. <laughs> they better get this man signed in pronto, bro. Let me ask because you. you heard. Go ahead, Nate. Go ahead on Shannon. Okay. No, go uh, ahead on Shannon okay. because I, I, I don't want to get into it with the gospel in his amen corner. <laughs> amen corner. That should, that should be a segment. Amen corner with the gospel. Yeah. Jesse, I, I like it. I like it. Let's make that happen, yeah. Chris. Let's do it. I have a, I have a question. Why, if you're Dak, and, and and I may be crazy, and please tell me if I am, because I know I am, but I you may are. be crazy you on are. this point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you are Dak, uh, uh. Why, you hear everybody say, if they franchise him, he's gone. If you're Dak, why wouldn't you say, hey, here's what I want you to do. Franchise me. Franchise me and give me $37 million this year. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to come back and I'm going to ball out. Okay? You guys are going to negotiate your new TV deal, which is going to open up a whole lot of money 
and a bigger piece of the pie for me next year. Franchise me. Let's work on a long-term deal after this season. If we don't work something out, if I go prove my worth on the field, somebody's going to pay me the 40 plus million dollars that I want on the terms that I want. It's a win-win for me. Is it all about just the security of guaranteed That's money gonna and happen him getting, regardless. Right. So why wouldn't he want to be franchised? Cuz you keep hearing everybody say if they franchise him again, he's gone. Why would he be gone? Why wouldn't he just say, "Yeah, franchise me and let's figure this out next year when oh, there's yeah, more because, money?" Because because you had because you had it's it's like you know, in relationships, right? It's like, listen, either you wouldn't commit. You you keep getting this milk for free. Yeah. You, you won't commit to me. So why should I commit to you? I, I've 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 already six. I've already superseded what you expected from a fourth round pick. I've already done that. Mm-hmm. I've mm-hmm. already shown you that I'm much more right. than what you originally thought I was. And so I'm the. Why am I the one doing all of the bending? It's time for you to do some of the bending. I get It's time that. for you to kind of sacrifice some of your stuff. I get because that. I, I prove I proved to you when I when I you took me in the fourth round. Thank you. I appreciate you. Mm-hmm. You had four years where you were paying me. I played dirt for you, cheap dirt stuff. cheap, right? So mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. if you if you wanted to build a team, you had four years to do it where you didn't have to pay me. You literally had four years to do it. Mm-hmm. Then you could have got me at twenty five million dollars a year, and you and and you said prove it to me again. And then I proved it to you, and then you still didn't give me a long-term deal. Like, I don't know what more I have to do for, to, for you to prove to you that I am worth what I, I'm asking for. And whether you want to give it to me or not, I think I've earned the right and the respect from you. I should have with what I've done, my leadership ability, my, my willingness to show up and show out. If you don't give me this, then that's when that kind of respect thing comes along and he goes, you know what? Clearly, you don't respect me. Clearly, you you really don't want me to be a part of this franchise because Mm -hmm. you're making me jump through all these different hoops. I'm going to take my talents and just go elsewhere because we're and and again, we're dealing with NFL egos. Right. We're dealing with dudes who have egos. And I'm not saying that that is egotistical. I'm just saying at some point in time, you look around and say, you know what, dude? You don't really want this. Like, you you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, and I'm tired of giving you this milk for, for basically free. I'm going to go somewhere else who wants to give me a long-term deal because at the end of the day, that's all guys really care about. How can I secure that second contract and get that long-term deal mm-hmm. to set me up for life? Yeah, and I, I'm just yeah. thinking what? if I'm Dak, I have bet on myself my whole career and it's paid off. Pay me my $37 million. It almost cost you. It's true. It almost cost him this year. That's true. Yeah. It almost cost him. You're right. And, 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 that, and that, right, that right there is scary enough. Whether we believe that there was a second surgery and what that second surgery meant for the ankle, like that was a catastrophe. Like that wasn't just no, you know, that was the foot was turned opposite. That that could have been a career-ending injury. Mm-hmm. So that that's the gamble that you take. And in this league, that is a high probability every single snap, and he's right. out there for every single offensive snap. See, just- what do you think though? That I mean, we teach. The argument for the Cowboys and for those that say Dak should sign is that, oh, he's got to lock up his long-term future. He needs that security and all that. Well, you know, he's made, what did he make, $30 million last year? He's going to make $37 million this year, $69 million. He's probably made at least another $10 million. You know, who knows how much he's made in endorsements. This guy's got money to set up his, like, generations of his family. Yeah. You know, there's, there's, no, there's no setting him up. There's no long-term. Yeah, no, there's, there's know, more. To worry about. There, there's more. There's more. <laughs> 
But See, I, you know, if I'm Dak, I'm like I'm set. I can do, I can do what I want. You know, I, you you have to follow my terms because you know, I don't have money's not a problem for him. I don't think. Now, obviously, the, the competitive thing is with him, but money's not a problem. I, I just I just believe this here, man. You got you got two options, and and, and I'm gonna keep sticking to these options. Sign him or don't sign. You him. don't sign that. <laughs> you don't sign him. That's fine. But you're going to have to, at all costs, go out and build up your defense and make it the best it can be. I mean, the truly best it can be. Hope it's a turnover machine to give whatever quarterback that you bring in here an opportunity with all these great weapons on offense to be the best he can be. Those are the only options. You either sign Dak or you take that $19 million that Kirk is talking about and you put it all towards defense and you get some players that wants to play so we can make so we can have a competitive winning team. Because if you don't sign Dak and we go down the road we've been going down, waiting to the third week of free agency to get the garbage players. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. Would you rather have – that was a mailbag question. We talked about it some last week. Would you rather have a superstar quarterback that's lights out and just a mediocre team around him, or would you rather have a mediocre quarterback and a great team around him? But we're a little bit better than that, Kurt. We, yeah. we only have a mediocre defense, which is terrible. I ain't saying that's great. But We have less offense, than mediocre on defense. If our, <laughs> offense, if our offense can perform at the level that it needs to and our defense just be – ho-hum and do just a decent job and give up 100 yards rushing instead of 800, we should be all right. And I'm also still a firm believer that we're going to be able to pick up some decent, like above average level free agents because everybody's doing a fire sale with this, with this reduction of the salary cap. So we're seeing a lot of good players being released because teams just can't carry that salary cap in the sign draft picks and maybe to sign some other guys. So there's going to be more, more than, more than ever this season, this off season, there's going to be a ton of top level guys. And I said this before who won. I'll give you an example, a guy like Kyle Van Noy, right? From the Miami, great leader, really good football player comes from the Bill Belichick tree. So, you know, he's about his business when it comes to playing football. Miami just re- released him. They still owe him $30 million, right? Mm-hmm. So he's, they, they literally signed a deal a year ago. So he has $30 million that they still owe him. Now, a guy like Kyle Van Noy may say, you know what? If I can go and be a key figure on a team, and we call this double dipping, I can still get my $30 million that they owe me, however they break that down. Maybe go sign a one-year deal with Dallas, and, and that'd be like $6, $7, 8000000 million, or whatever it may be. And then after that, I'm back to being a free agent again, and I can go and get another bag next year when football teams who are looking for football players like me have much more money in the cap, and I can go sign another three-year deal for you know $25 million, and I get $20 million guaranteed. So th- there's players like a, like a Kyle Van Noy who is still young, who is still relatively, you know, a, a really good football player, someone who I, I think is about the game of football, and I want guys who are about the craft and about the game, who just got $30 million guaranteed to him a year ago, and that they still owe him that. So he's like, I'm good right there. I can get some, some easy money right here, play for a recognizable franchise, 
and then go get another bag next year. That's the thing that we have to deal with. And we have the, we have the ability to, to get done this offseason because there's going to be so many names out there because of the reduction of the salary cap. And that's all predicated on what? Dak being here, right? Because if that's not here, these every, every, a lot of guys want their money and they're willing to take one-year deals, but they want to do it somewhere where they can have a chance to have a team around them that can allow them to be successful. Right. Yeah. So all this is predicated. I love what you're saying, Jesse, and I love what your amen corner pretty boy Florida's agreeing with you, but it's still predicated <laughs> on that. It's still predicated on that. It's still, I'm serious, fellas. Everything is predicated on that. I'm having fun, but bro, all this is predicated on Dak. You got two options here. Uh, You can do both of them. Sign Dak or sign up a defense. I'll do both. How are you going to do both? You only got a limited amount of money, man. I don't know. You ain't got you, a You know time. what? Uh, no, no, no. They got more than a limited amount. Jesse has preached that. They got more than a limited amount of money. Gamble on next year's cap, baby. Gamble that it'll be going up. Gamble, baby. We've gambled with Dak. Let's gamble on some more. And we are going to gamble on not getting taken off the air by maintaining our sponsored breaks. Kurt, you have a thought. Hold that thought. (laughs) Continue that thought in the second segment because we will be right back in the next segment of Hanging with the Boys. We're going to see if we can get Nate to open that Snickers box when we come back. Segment number two. I can't do it. I'll be sick. Can't do it. Just like all of you, we at Seeky can't wait until we're back in the stands at full strength cheering on the Cowboys and singing along to our favorite songs again. We're using this time to make discovering, buying, and selling tickets to events in Dallas easier. Plus, every ticket purchased on SeatGeek is protected by our buyer guarantee, which means you'll get your money back or better if your event is canceled. Guaranteed. Download the SeatGeek app today, and when the time is right, let's go. Seeky. Grab some OtterBox gear and get ready for hanging with the boys. From rugged venture coolers to tough as nails elevation tumblers, we've got what you need to keep your game day drinks frosty and your football feast ice cold. And with cases, screen protectors, and power accessories, you can defend your phone and stay connected to every play. Gear up at OtterBox.com and amp up the fun of every Cowboys game. That's OtterBox.com. 1996, a great year and a glorious decade. Dolly the Sheep was cloaked. Dial-up was awesome. Influencers didn't exist. Pants were baggy. And the Dallas Cowboys won it all yet again. Sadly, we can't go back to the 90s, but we can still watch the Cowboys try to win it all once more. Whether you're traveling to the games or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com. Proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Petty Jean Meats has been providing high-quality meat for families for more than 90 years. Using only the best cuts of meat and quality ingredients, Petty Jean Meats still smokes their meats the old-fashioned way over real hickory chips for 18 hours. Fill your pantry with Petty Jean Meats ham, sausage, bacon, and more. Or send your loved ones a gift box full of their favorite items from PJMeats.com. That's PJMeats.com. Petty Jean Meats. Taste the difference. Back to Hanging with the Boys. We are back live. The Star Frisco, the SWBC Mortgage 
studio here at Frisco. You're looking live at the Tostitos Championship Plaza out front of Ford Center at the Star in Frisco. And if you're watching the game in old basketball shorts or baggy sweats, well, that is for amateurs. If you want to relax like a pro, upgrade to the comfort of Tommy John Lounge where it looks awesome, feels even better. It's got pockets for snacks. Is machine washable for any unpredictable nacho cheese spill. Shop loungewear at tommyjohn.com forward slash cowboys for 15% off your first order. tommyjohn.com forward slash cowboys. Nice little melody you played for us there, Nate, with your... <laughs> spoon in your glass that was delightful to the I'm, ears i'm sorry i'm sorry man I'm tra- I'm tra- it's okay i liked it <laughs> i'm trying wow I liked wow it. man wow it's better you know what it's 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 better you know i'd rather hear that than your wife conducting full-on zoom meetings in the background like she normally does that's fine <laughs> i'd rather hear the i'd rather hear well, the i mean i want to add kurt dog was barking at one point his <laughs> typing was i want to add something to it too, and you okay? did and you did. Thank uh, I mean, you. Come on. Thank you. No, I like it. We're going to get <laughs> you to open that box, by the way, because I have some very, Man. I have some information that will make you open that box, and we'll get to that in the third segment. So, and by the way, Jesse, mm. Nate, Exciting. let us know. We're gonna we're gonna do our Snickers. Do you have your Snickers handy? We're gonna do our one. You didn't. You don't have your box that we, they sent you. Okay. Well, we'll do it without you. I forgot. It's okay. It's okay. We'll, we'll we'll do it. So we waited you. on Jesse to find out that he's. <laughs> yeah, we made Nate. We made Nate <laughs> oh, was going to tell funny. a story at the beginning of the show because Snickers is his favorite <laughs> candy, and he wanted to tell this Snickers story, and we made him wait for you. So we're going to tell that in the third segment because I wanted you I to, be here to be here. I got a Snickers over here. I mean, I got a regular Snickers, but, but the Snickers one that we got. A Snickers is a Snickers is going to be a Snickers. Believe that. <laughs> All right. So maybe you can just get your regular Snickers. All right. All right. Uh, let's get back to it. Whether they're mini bites or the double pack, they're Snickers. <laughs> <laughs> you eat them the same way, right, Nate? <laughs> eat them the same oh, way. I thought you. I thought. I thought you were talking about. I thought you were talking about. I thought you were talking Shannon. about. Like, I thought you were talking about Shannon again. With the, mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought, he was, I thought he was referencing right. back to to. Yeah, that, yeah. that's yeah, in the past. That's in the past. Okay, well, being, being short, <laughs> having to stay that I could stand on a chair and my entire body fit in this in this space in this camera frame space. So. If you want to believe that, go ahead on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving you on. Get the show back on the yes, road, let's move on from Dak. We've spent way too much time talking about Dak. We, we'll let you know what happens yeah. next week. Stay tuned because I, I, don't I think do the have one salary cap question. I wanted, was this was this your thought before we went to break? Question I want to ask you guys. Is yeah, this, okay. yeah, yeah. Right. I, I just I, maybe you guys can help me understand this. I, I'm not a salary cap mastermind by any means, but. Last year the cap was 198 million, I think, and they had projected that it would be around 210 million this year. Obviously, the pandemic hit, so now they're dropping it to 180, 185 million, somewhere in that range. And I guess my question is: the NFL is a billion-dollar industry. Every team makes a ton of money. With they a, have with huge, a B, with a huge B, TV billion. contracts on the horizon. Why are they lowering it? I mean, I realize there's a there's a you know, collective bargain agreement says the players have to have a certain percentage, and they're sticking with that percentage. But, but why doesn't that, for the Cowboys who are now in a terrible position because of their salary cap, they had projected being up, you know, 210 million. Other teams are a lot worse than the Cowboys. Why did the NFL have to drop it? Couldn't they just say, you know, we'll bite the bullet this year. We'll go ahead and keep it at 198, 200. Maybe we'll, you know, make it up on the back end once the TV deal hits. 
I mean, do you, is there an explanation for that? Have you guys heard? I mean, it doesn't make business sense to me, I guess. It makes business sense to them because they always have, have, to have a margin for error going either way, up or down. And it's their margin for error right here. They figure to be 10 mil to fall off. So that, that they got to project for the margin of error going either way. So, uh, I guess so. that's just I guess business. I, just, just, I understand, you know, we, we, we talk about these guys that are billionaires two and three times over, but they still got to protect their interests. And I'm not and I, I'm not taking up for them, but I will be in the office a little later on to get that check. You know? yeah. yeah, I guess my yeah. thinking was, OK, so the Cowboys, where they are, if they had the two hundred ten million dollar uh, salary cap or even one hundred ninety eight million again, they'd be in a lot better position now. They may be in a place where they're going to struggle to put a good team on the field. They're going to struggle throughout the season. That's going to hurt. You know, that hurts attendance. That hurts merchandise sales. I would think big picture, long term, lowering the salary cap is worse for the league than it would be to suck it up but, one year. But I think when you talk about owners and, and they're getting their percentage, um, you know, teams like Dallas and, and Jerry, whatever the, whatever the cost is, they will be able to cover because of the market that they're in. Places like Jacksonville and, you know, other places may not be able to, to, I don't know, to sustain that type of, you know, if they if they didn't get their cut of the pay properly and they just said, screw it, we'll just try to get it on the back end. That might hurt the bottom line for other owners and, and how they got to do all that kind of stuff as well. But you're right. I, I, I'm not I'm nowhere near close to smart enough to even. Yeah. Attempt to figure that out. Yeah. I saw where the NFLPA that came out that they put out a memo or whatever during their meeting said the Cowboys are one of the three lowest spenders in free agency since 2017. And I don't. Do you think that's one thing that's hurt this team? Is they they've spent that money on their own guys? I guess. Is that a <laughs> really? reason why we got a guy in Miami that says he don't? We got two guys <laughs> in Kansas City say they don't. Yeah. <laughs> do you think that's hurting them? Is it that is this a team that? Isn't championship caliber because they haven't spent in free agency? Yep. I think the it's not that they haven't spent on free agency. They haven't spent and got the right guys in free agency. And then we do hit on a guy that we think that can fit our scheme. They jet after one year. Robert Quinn. So they haven't went out and got the proper guys. You know, whatever price they're paying, these guys have played uh, below that level. Like Don Terry. That was a waste. That was a total waste. Everson Griffin, that was a total waste. People say, well, you know, this is what other our members of the media said. Well, they only spent a, a, a million dollars. Well, we could have spent that million dollars on that. Or oh, we only lost 350, uh, three, $3.5 That $3.5 million could have went to Dak. Don't you agree? For sure. Every little penny helps on that. Yeah, I mean, they didn't help the team. They hurt the team. They took away plays from the young guys. And so now we, we got underdeveloped young guys, second and third round picks underdeveloped. We got guys we haven't even seen. So that they have picked wrong guys for even a little bit amount of money that they have given them. Is that a scouting issue or a coaching issue or both. a management both. issue? Both. All above. Hmm. And the Cowboys have kind of historically been one that, that likes to pay their own guys and kind of keep their own guys and not really bring in a ton of guys from the outside. They'll bring in some guys, you know, here and there. But for the most part, you see a lot of their own guys get paid. And I think mm -hmm. I think because 
One, because the, the general manager is the owner and that family kind of runs a lot of the front office stuff. And so when you, when, you, when you start bringing in outside free agents, that says that if I have to bring in outside free agents and I can't pay the guys that I drafted and groomed, that means we're not doing a good job picking the guys that oh, yeah. we actually drafted and were supposed to be able to, to groom. So it's, it's a bad knock on you as a talent evaluator and a, ta- a talent, um, uh, uh, someone who's acquiring the talent, whether that be via draft or you know whatever it may be. So I think the Cowboys have always been a team that's always been like, well, let's make sure that we, 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 the guys that we draft, that we really try. Like, because let's be honest, and, and I, I don't want to beat a dead horse, but there's no way in the world Jalen Smith should have got a, a, a contract as soon as he did. There's no way in the world. I don't, for any mm-hmm. amount of money, there's no way in the world. Like, like you're talking about money that could have been used somewhere else. Just think about if you just left Jalen on his contract and made him now have to come and prove himself. Like, why not make Jalen go prove himself? Like why not make that him prove himself? That why not, why not make Jalen Smith say, you know what, we're gonna we're gonna franchise you. How, go prove yourself two years in a row. Like you just threw money, whatever it is, was and even the deal might have been team friendly deal, but you threw money at a player who, in all honesty, might not be here for you for the you know, he's not gonna be here for you in the sense of being a good player on the football field, because we've seen that. But that's money that could have been that, that you allocated to that player who didn't even need to have a contract extension. Um, when that money, those funds could have been used for a guy who you definitely 1000% need, unequivocally need on your football team in Dak Prescott. So it's, it's little things like that that you just go, it's, it's head scratches. You saying that money that you used over there and, and you, you paid Zeke maybe a little bit too early and. You're giving these other guys some money. You ain't make them prove themselves. And you ain't, you know, you gave Zeke with years still left on his deal. You gave him a brand spanking new deal and made him one of the highest paid players in the league and the highest at his position. And Jalen Smith and other guys, you're just saying, wait, the guy that you really should be paying, this the guy that you want to make, to your point, go back to your point earlier, Shannon. If I'm back, I'm sitting here and say, you didn't make Jalen wait. You didn't make mm-hmm. Zeke wait. You didn't make. You know, other guys wait. You make you gonna make me wait two franchise tags? Nah, I'm out of here. Wow. Oh, well, hold on. You can't say that just because it's it's a period, it's a window there where they're gonna negotiate, right? I mean, it's still. I'm just saying that uh, it, it ain't uh, over. Negotiation okay, ain't over. All right. I just want to remind you what you said. Do you think as players, do you like it to see the teams? Do players like it when teams resign their own, or they're like, man, we need you know, they were there to see a mix. Of if you resign your own, Kurt. That pumps guys up to go to another level. Like, hey man, if I give all I got to the Cowboys, well, they, right. they're gonna they're gonna take care of me, and they're gonna be they're gonna be more than reasonable about taking care of me. When I played uh, before it was the salary cap era, we loved it because we saw when our guys got paid, man, that made you pump a little bit, but a little bit more iron, that made you run a little bit more faster because we know Mr. Jones was gonna give you yours, man. He knew he was gonna take care of you. That ain't that, the last few years. That haven't been the issue. Is there any any? And I have no basis for fact of this at all, and I'm not accusing anybody or anything. But guys that re-sign with their team, do they like? Is there any kind of letdown? Like, ah, oh, I've made it. I'm here. They know me. I'm good. Where if a guy signs with a new team, he's got to got to prove himself all over again. Is any of not that motivation lost? No, nah, not necessarily. Because a lot of guys that sign with new teams, man. Uh, they they don't have to prove themselves. A lot of them walk through the door with like I'm the man. They they yeah. if they if they if if you'd have did your job, they wouldn't be paying me all this money. Yeah. 
<laughs> you know, so it, it just it depends on who the guy is. It always depends on who the like. If, if it's me or Jesse, we coming in trying to get it done because that's just our mentality. We've always had to prove ourselves. But some guys just had that, you know, like the guy we drafted uh, from Michigan. He was a first round pick. They traded him. Taco. And they try, but no matter where he went, it's been the same old attitude. It just depends on the player, I think. That makes sense. Jesse, you have thoughts. For the first time, I think you have a thought that you didn't actually speak out of your mouth. What happened? (laughs) (laughs) I was being respectful of my teammate and letting him finish his thought. (laughs) Okay, well, go ahead on, Jesse. You're You're the gospel. (laughs) <laughs> no, no, I, I just and, and you, but you, you, you brought it around to where I was getting ready to say because I didn't initially I didn't agree with you, and then you brought it to a place where I was like, oh, okay, that now I agree. Okay, the gospel agreed with something that old bad guy said. Thank you, Jesse. What, what did you think? Another thing that came out of that NFLPA meeting was that uh, D. Maurice Smith, the president, told them, told the agents and all that basically the players need to collude. That they need to, uh, you know, try to push back from teams cutting these guys, like Jesse was saying. That you know, these kind of high-priced veterans are now getting cut. Um, try to collude to keep the salaries from going down too much. But does, does as players, does the union have that kind of leverage? Can they can they force that issue? I, I'm gonna be honest with you, Kurt. I, I don't know why. I don't know as a former player. I don't know why we keep bringing back Demora Smith. <laughs> I don't. <know. laughs> We have, we literally, when you look at major sports, the National Football League, which is the highest producing North American sport around, we have the most terrible players union of all the sports. Our player union is garbage. (laughs) It is. Nice to put. It is garbage. <laughs> and we as players uh, under Demore Smith, we get the we we get the raw end and the short end of the stick. Like the NBA, the MLB, NHL, like their player unions, they get it. Our like Demore Smith as our leader as a player union, it is garbage and it's been that way for years. And and I get it, it's tough to get certain things when you got you know, 53 guys, 63 guys on, you know, a roster and you got 32 of them trying to get all these guys to kind of, you know, kind of see. I, I, but we have we have the worst. We have the worst out of all the major North American sports. We have the worst union there is. Mm. Fellas, let's take our last break. When we come back, we're going to eat candy on the show. We've been asked by viewers before to please please refrain from eating on the show because it's disgusting and you guys make us sick when we have to listen (laughs) to you smacking on chicken wings. But we're going to eat candy thanks to Snickers. We're going to have a story time by Nate Newton about (laughs) Snickers. And we're going to turn it over to Kurt for Kurt's Corner when we come back for the last segment of Hanging with the Boys. The Amen Corner. Kurt's Corner, baby. How great would it be to travel to watch the Cowboys win on another team's turf? Pretty great. But honestly, just watching the game from anywhere but your house would be fun. Even a hotel bar with some guy named Phil from St. Louis who thinks Oakland still has a team. 
So whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com. Proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. Hey, Cowboys fans, if you're thinking about attending a game this season, visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Stay at the team hotel, have dinner with a Cowboys legend, and experience AT&T Stadium's exclusive VIP Owners Club. Also, tour the star, get autographs from your favorite players, and talk X's and O's with me, Mickey Spagnola. The official travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys will take care of all your travel needs. Visit CowboysTravel.com. Just like all of you, we at Seeky can't wait until we're back in the stands at full strength cheering on the Cowboys and singing along to our favorite songs again. We're using this time to make discovering, buying, and selling tickets to events in Dallas easier. Plus, every ticket purchased on SeatGeek is protected by our buyer guarantee, which means you'll get your money back or better if your event is canceled. Guaranteed. Download the SeatGeek app today, and when the time is right, let's go. SeatGeek. Back to hanging with the boys. We are back live. Look at the Tostitos Championship Plaza Ford Center at the Star in Frisco. It's a nice 70 degrees outside. And you know what? Let formation meet all your professional needs and channel the winning business tradition of the Dallas Cowboys and the Jones family. You can enjoy custom business events developed exclusively by Cowboys front office staff, exclusive amenities, and so much more. Join our community and enjoy the home field advantage of having your business address on Cowboys Way. For more details or to book a tour, visit formationatthestar.com. Kurt, have you been up there? Formation, yeah, yeah, we've had a couple of meetings. Up it's there. nice, it's been man. A while, obviously, that's, a, but that's a nice yeah, meeting yeah, office is. space. It's really cool. So, check it out if you're looking yeah. for a place to do business or have a office away from home. All right, I'm really excited. A little about breaking this. news. Oh yes, a little please. breaking news, real quick. Yes, breaking. Break Dak signed blue black ink. No, I wish. Oh. Unfortunately, a quarterback is signed. Unfortunately, it's not Dak, but the Steelers. Steelers have signed a new quarter, a new deal with Ben Roethlisberger, so he'll be back. Oh, yeah, they spreaded his money out. Ben's coming not back. Not news, but yeah, Ben's but you know the the deal on that was they was kind of bumping heads, and the owner called Ben into his office. The owner, the big dog, Mr. Rooney, called him into his office and said, "Look here, Ben, we love you. We want to." <laughs> pay you for what you've done, uh, this existing money you have in order for it to help us, help you to be our starter next year, this is how we're going to do it. And Ben looked him in his eyes and said, yes, sir, gladly to do it. <laughs> be now nice if that happened around news. here. <laughs> now we have breaking news. <laughs> uh, here's another one. Like, like, Go back to my point where you know a lot of guys are going to be released. Like Adam Schefter just reported, Desmond Trufant from the Lions, will be. He's gonna, he's been informed that he will be released. So there's another cornerback that'll be on the market. Who it's a bunch of those out there that's good too. That's what I'm saying. Wow, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> get, get what I'm saying. Get Dak signed. So now you got some money to say, hey, come get this. 
you know, could get this one yeah. deal for six million and with the potential right. to make ten and with all the incentives and because what right. my thing is, is once you once you get if you can build a team that you know with incentives, you know, lead you to the Super Bowl, yo, I'll pay whatever luxury tax I gotta pay. Whatever it is. What, yep. What's the luxury tax? Oh, well, how much we over luxury? Uh, I'll pay it. I'll pay it. Because <laughs> yep. I got a Super Bowl. And, and the amount of money that the Cowboys would make if they want, if they got to an NFC championship oh, game. Oh, my goodness. Would be well, would be oh, well worth any amount of luxury tax. It wouldn't be no clothes. It wouldn't be a stitch of clothes you, in that, uh, you know, I had that this, thing up front. I had this conversation <laughs> yesterday with someone that, that's, that's a fan, and they were talking about, you know, sign, if you signed this quarterback and you did this, can you imagine the jersey sales that Jerry would get? I said, no, listen, imagine this. You win a Super Bowl, you don't just sell the quarterback's jersey. You sell out of every single jersey you have on the shelf. So it's not about <laughs> signing a name. Chain, yes, sticker, like fans, fans, bottle opener. Fans think that that owners sign players to sell merchandise. No, th- that's the last thing on them. Is it nice? Yeah, you get a little bump, but compared to the money you make as an organization and from sponsorship sales, and like that pales in comparison. To, they ain't worried about how many jerseys they're selling. If they if you win a championship, man, it it can it puts your franchise on cruise control for five a good five to seven years financially. You you it it, it takes care of you. So they ain't worried about selling jerseys. They're worried about winning championships. So there, there's that. All right, I'm really excited about this. Twenty five years of worry. I'm really I'm really excited about this because <laughs> Snickers, Snickers, our good partners over at Snickers, they have a new Snickers peanut brownie, and they sent all of us a box, and all of us have our box with us, including Chris Beam back in the control room, except one person that was late to the show. They don't have their box, <laughs> but they do have a regular Snickers, so they can participate. We're going to do a one-bite challenge on this show. Nate is refusing to open his box because he I'm just – I'm serious, man, because it will be gone by tonight, man. You, I can't well, do that You know what? I got, I got good news, Nate. Snickers has said they will send, yeah. they contacted me at the beginning of the show and said if you open your box and do this with us they will send you another box that you can share with friends and family so I can you. so I can put my brief <laughs> by Wednesday next week what's that I will I will, I will open it for them you okay. know they're not, bruh, I I can't just eat sweets like I used to bruh. Just eat one you know, and I take used to it just to your wife. Travel down the road, and, eat snicker and, after snicker, and tell her to put it in the safe, and that way you don't <laughs> eat anymore. And we'll get you another box. I'll get you but another I, box I, but, by Wednesday. Okay, okay, I'll open it up, man. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll open right. it up, brother. Now tell there us the go. story wow. because I just learned at the beginning of the show that Snickers is actually your favorite candy, and you have a Snickers story. And I went, I've been on Snickers since I was uh, about twelve or thirteen, man. When I used to, my dad owned a little filling station, and. Uh, he would give us so much money to work there. So I figured after I spent all my money on Snickers, I started just taking the Snickers. He called. He said, son, you know that's stealing, don't you? I said, no, nah, daddy, you own the store. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to take the Snickers and eat them. <laughs> so, uh, but so I got to the pros, right? And nobody really knew I liked Snickers but, but my, my previous wife. I don't call them ex because she was too good to be an ex. I'm the ex. So, uh. <laughs> We was playing in a game. It was a hard-fought game. It was a tussle, Russell, 
game that we were in. And, jo and John Madden was doing the game. And it was a third and short or something like that. And boy, we was a big scrum. We was all in the middle of the field. And I'm driving my guy back. And somehow, someway, always the fat guy winds up on the bottom of the pile. <laughs> Here I am on the bottom of the pile, right? It, we, I'm tired and everything. And so everybody gets up. And for some reason, everybody getting up slow. Like, I guess they got Big Noon on the bottom of the pile. They want to squish me to death. So, if you can. And so, I'm fi I finally get up. Big old stain all of a sudden. And when I'm turning over to get up, a Snickers blow from under me. Shut up. <laughs> and John Mann said, Nate was down there on the bottom of the pile eating the Snickers. Look at the, <laughs> look at the Snickers. <laughs> so when I got home, I didn't know this. When I get home, everybody laughing like, man, you had a Snickers while you was on the bottom of that pile? I'm like, what are you talking about? Well, and I went back and looked at the game and had with a Snickers pack. Uh, thing blowing from under me. I'm like, wow. But my and question boy, is, a week <laughs> later, that your week, a week though, later, earlier. Yeah, that's a, a week later. A week later, Snickers sent me a big old gigantic box <laughs> of Snickers. <laughs> and that week, I'm proud to say and sad to say that I did not make the weight. <laughs> was it? But was it your Snickers that was at the bottom of the pile? It was not my Snickers. Uh, man, the wind was blowing. Yeah, yeah. The Snickers blew out there, man. So, hey, but you know what? They got me a big case of Snickers. So, hey, who's mad? There you go. All right. Un unwrap your Snickers, everyone, including Chris. Jesse, if you want to do your normal Snickers, you don't have to. You can just hold it up as advertised. Should I do Snickers with the... Should I do a Snickers with the almond or should I do like the regular Snickers? Ooh. I got both. I got almond Snickers. Which one do you like and better? I got regular Snickers. I'm not an almond, almond huge Snicker, almond fan. Actually. Yeah, try the do the almond. Give yeah. us a review of the almonds. We'll do this one. Kurt, what do you think? Mm. I'm liking this. I'm not, you know, I'm not a huge brownie fan, but you put brownie in a Snickers and it is delicious. Man, I, now man. I may have to hide this too so my kids don't get this box, man. I can't do it, fellas. I mean, I've been drinking coffee, man. I'll be jumping <laughs> off the roof around here, man, in my tummy jump. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All right. Well, hey, we man, won't I'm make gonna you, tell you do no, it. Hey. Hey, I love it, man. Yeah, I'm and loving I, this. You know, Jesse laugh at me and the, and the things I do, like drinking coffee. Y'all laugh at me. But nobody chews, a, chews food like Jesse. You could tell he was deprived as a kid of special <laughs> things because he enjoys it to the fullest. You make a fat man proud of you, Jesse, the way you chew on that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I, I was deprived. Like, <laughs> you sit on the porch waiting on your dad. And he's supposed to bring me some Snickers. Never came. <laughs> and when my mom left me, she was supposed to be going to the store to get me a Slim Jim and a juice. So she never. I was waiting on this porch. And nobody knew. Nobody oh loved me. man, this was a happy <laughs> story until Jesse wow. got involved. No. <laughs> but Nate, you are right. Secondly, I don't eat much candy. So right, when I right. do have these moments to have candy. Mm-hmm. I, I'm like a fat kid. I'm like <laughs> you enjoy it, have a friend. I really, I really do enjoy when I get a chance to have some of the the bad good things in life. Mm. That that man, is you're right, man. You what, man. Hard to eat one. That is really good. Uh, see, that and I, is and really what good. I had started doing, mm -hmm. man, and what I started doing in life, I started trying to read the labels. 
You know, when they say 180 calories. That's not bad for a candy bar. grams of saturated fat and 85 me- uh, milligrams of uh, soda. I'm saying to myself, I can reduce this candy myself just with my body. <laughs> 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 oh, man, that's good. Mate, Jesse. I have, a tr- mate, I, have a, I have a tracker on my phone where everything that I eat, I put into this tracker thing. Right, it's telling right. me how many right. calories, how much, you know, all that kind of throughout my day. Mm-hmm. So, how how, how are the almonds? I gotta put this in. Are the almonds good? I've never had a Snickers with almonds. Mm-hmm. Oh man, they're great. Oh, yeah, they're great, bro. Oh, they, that's it. a new that that's my treat Snicker. You know what I'm saying? Like when I eat regular Snickers, then I want to change up a little bit. I go to the almonds. Mm. You well, we just people don't sponsor, so I'm not gonna mention the store name. But you can go to certain stores and get them them double them double packs, man, for a nice price, bro. Oh yeah. Well, the, the brownie, there you yeah, go. There's a, there's a picture of it. That's what it looks like. The Snickers peanut yeah. brownie. It's like Snickers, yes. but it's a little lighter, isn't it, Kurt? It's not quite as yeah, it's not yeah. as quite as chewy it's and good. thick. It's really good. And it's like Nate said, it's only got 180 yeah. calories per pack. So that's not that's not bad. Ooh. Good stuff. Thank you, Nate, Snickers. You're ready to go on the road. You got a whole box now. You got Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I didn't want to open up because I <laughs> like six or seven of them in that in that bag. I got a goodie bag. I don't want to do that, man. I'm, I'm heading west today, man. Since I couldn't get y'all to gather up and let's go to Jersey, now I got to head west. I don't know where I'm going to end up, but I'm going west. You just driving? Prom, prom, prom Nathaniel and your snicker-loving days. I got to be careful how you say that. Really careful. <laughs> get myself in some trouble. Really careful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and your prom days... How many Snickers would good old Nathaniel throw back? I know, man, when I, I was, I know they were like Lay's. You can't just eat one, Bruh, When I when I was when I was really just out of control with my Snickers. When were you not out of control? Man, I I, I could I could eat like nine or ten of them, <laughs> just easy, man. <laughs> just back to back to back and when i get through man i would wonder what would be wrong because i'd be just feeling all weird and stuff and i went to the doctor what they said you know nate sometimes you come in here and your blood levels are great and then sometimes i think i'm out there admit you to the hospital <laughs> what are you doing i said well, i ate a couple of snickers <laughs> what is a couple nate by eight or nine maybe ten <laughs> You can't do that. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Well, I didn't know wow. you. I didn't know you like that candy that much. That's awesome. That fit into perfect with the uh, with the with the bit we just did. So, Kurt, you got four minutes. Yeah, yeah. it's your time to shine. Take it away. No, I'm not taking uh, the Amen corner. That's not my. That's a Jesse. He yeah, claimed the rights for that. You and him always agreeing. So it's the gospel, and there's the amen corner. Yeah. There were a couple of things that came out this week that I wanted to get your guys' opinion on. Um, well, actually, this came out last week. And Des Bryant tweeted, he said, I never had a problem with the coach until I got to the NFL. I always knew I was around some unmotivated, soft-ass coaches. I think people, fans would find that hard to believe. We always have this picture of the hard-nosed coach really pushing the guy. But is that? Did you run across some guys in your day that maybe were uh, not quite as motivating? Just, I think I think Dez forgets early in his career who he was as a player. I, I just I, and I don't want to throw him under the bus, but Dez need Dez needs not to talk about stuff like that 
unless he's going to talk about who he was his first couple years in the league. His first two or three years in the league, and I was with him for his first two years. Des was hell to deal with. <laughs> Talk about uh-huh. unmotivated. Well, I, I just, I just sometimes, you know, guys, they may <clears throat> and I get it and I understand it, and they, and they, and they talk from a place of where they're at now. Des had to learn how to be a hard worker. Des had to learn how to be a professional. That was not Des Bryant early in his career. And the reason being, when he says, I, I didn't have a problem with the coach until I got to the league, when you're at Oklahoma State and you're at Lufkin and you're as good as you are, you, 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 you can do that kind of stuff. I know because I did it. When I was at Roselle High School and I was at the University of North Carolina, I, can, I cussed out my offensive coordinator. And that came back to bite me in the butt because he ended up getting a job with the St. Louis Rams at the time. And I wanted to go play for the Rams when I was a free agent. And they said, hell no. But that never, no, this, that's a true story. Wow. That never stopped me from playing on a Saturday. I was suiting up every single Saturday despite what I did. As long as I wasn't like just, but I would get in the office with him. I would challenge him in meetings. I would be, uh, I would be a disruptor sometimes in practice. I was going to play on Sunday because I was the best player that we had, one of the best players we had on the football team, hands down. Same thing when I was in high school. When I got to the league, <laughs> that didn't happen. So when Dez said stuff like that, I just kind of want Dez to kind of just remember who you were the first couple of years you were in the league. You, you that's know, why, that's why you had some issues. Excuse, I'm sorry, Jeff, for stepping on you there. Uh, I knew Dez. I, I, I saw Dez play at Lufkin against my kids at at. Uh, South Lake, my kid played there. And when I saw Dez at Oklahoma State, and uh, it, it's a shame because he was running the same two routes. He was running a little <laughs> curl scene, and he was running straight down the field. Got to Oklahoma State, a little scene, straight down the field. First two or three years, he got to the Cowboys, a little scene route, straight down the field. You can't forget where you come from, my friend. And as we mature, even I was – ignorant to a lot of things when I first got in the league. That's why I'm reluctant to talk about my past in a negative way about any coaches because somebody had to groom me and help me and push me in the right direction. Yep. So when you go to trying to dog a coach, uh, it, it, it's fine if that coach is on the same level with you and went through the same progressions that you did. And that, that's called growing pains. But when you, as a player, uh, has no knowledge of what it takes to be a professional, me and Dez was in that same boat. Now, I'm not, I'm not as vocal as him and he's going to say those things, but me and him, it was kind of on that same uh, IQ level. We didn't know much about the game itself and how it was played and how we were supposed to act. Kurt, does every player have to go through that? Because they all come no, out of no, college no, being no, that. That came here like that. That came a professional. Hmm. Zeke kind of came a professional when it came to the field. It's some guy, Michael Irvin came built like that. Troy Aikman came built like that. Er- Emmitt Smith, but all I forgot all of them is in the Hall of Fame too. <laughs> <laughs> Kurt, Some guys come built like that. Kurt, you got time for one yep. quick one. One quick one. Uh, let's see. Uh, the rumor is that the Cowboys are one of the finalists for the HBO's Hard Knocks. How bad would oh that be? Oh, my God, be? I know we're in trouble now. <laughs> I, I know we're in trouble. Both of you are shaking Anybody your heads. Anybody that gets some hard knocks when they get crushed. <laughs> Jesse, what do you think? 
as if we need any more TV. Yeah, man. Like, uh, we, 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 we have a problem now with all the brands. Do you know how many people are going to be walking around there with their glasses on and they, they, they brand this and they brand that? Oh, my God. That, that, that might be the worst thing that happens to us. If HBO does Hard Knocks for the Dallas Cowboys again with where we are today, it ain't, see, even when Bill Parcells was here, when, when they had it, the little different, we wasn't, there wasn't no Twitter back in 2007, 2008. Oh, Twitter, Instagram, you, every interview, guys gonna have their brands on their shirt. Brands, it, it's going, oh. My and this God. is coming, this is <laughs> wow. coming from not only Mr. Social Media, Mr. Twitter himself, but also made a living for several years in the league because of a reality TV show. He's saying no, so you know it's not a good idea, Kurt. Yeah. It doesn't sound like it. <laughs> so it's a no from Nate and Jesse. All right. Um, Fellas, it's been wow. awesome as as usual. It's not enough time. I wish we had three hours to yeah. do this show. Shout Thank out, you. Thank shout you for out the, to the Snickers for providing us with the new peanut brownie. We approve. Two big thumbs up. Don't send Nate you another see, I box. You that with my mouth, man, with the paper. You <laughs> <laughs> send it with the paper. Do I'm not sorry. send Nate another box because he did not participate. Send Jesse another almond hey, bar man, because he destroyed that on the show. I think he's still chewing on it, to be honest with you. What's that, Nate? <laughs> you know what? I would be upset if they don't send it, and I would be happy. if they. I'll be in mixed emotions. Because they, they, they will, I will be Wednesday. Y'all be like, man, Nate has passed. So I, I'm, I'm, <laughs> no, don't say that. Don't say that. Don't, 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 don't say that. Well, that's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, because I eat them things going to bed, man. I appreciate Snickers. I really do, and I love Snickers. We do, too. Thank you, Snickers. Thank you, Wingstop, as Thank usual, you. for bringing the show. Thank you, SWBC Mortgage, for providing this amazing studio yes, that sir. I'm back in. Yes, and thank you, Chris Beam, for keeping us on the air and, and letting us do this madness for an hour today and invade everyone's home space. Nate, thank you. Jesse, thank you. Thank Kurt, you, brother. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. We will be back next week, the same time, the same place. This has been another episode of Hanging with the Boys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!